Hey everybody, Jim Sam's here, the Kayak Fishing Show, live, brought to you as always by Dallas Point Brewing Company. My buddy, or my buddy, my son and I actually went in there, stopped in there for lunch yesterday, and also uh, got a few cases to restock the fridge, just in case, uh, you know, maybe we have another lockdown and I'm stuck at home with no beer. So uh, today we've got one of my very, very favorites, the Grunion. Ooh, that looks kind of interesting. Uh, Grunion Pale Ale, which is kind of interesting because in some places it's called, uh, they call it a Grunion IPA. So I guess that's where they distribute it. But it is one of my favorites. It's only seasonal. So uh, whenever it's around, I always grab one. It's kind of a, uh, a hoppy pale ale. Uh, and it's so good. Definitely, definitely one of my favorites. Um, but like I said, we stopped in there for lunch yesterday, had a great lunch. Uh, the restaurants are up and running, running a little bit different. You know, you use your phone and scan the code on your table and order off your phone and then they bring you your food. So you're not really dealing with a waitress or waiter or anything like that. It was kind of different, but, uh, I guess that's the new normal, but, uh, it's a good food, good beer, good supporter of our show. Um, uh, a reminder, and I just can remind this every show, uh, again, you know, safety is a big deal to us. And so we arranged this deal with ACR Artex on any of their products site wide, but specifically, uh, your personal locator beacons, you can get 10% off and free shipping. If you use the code that we've got up here, KA fish 10, and that's on their website only. So. Again, if you've been thinking about getting a PLB um, or any of the other products that ACR has, you know, it's not a huge savings, but it's a little bit. And hopefully it's going to keep a few more people safe on the water. And of course, uh, the show is brought to you by Seaguar, Jackson Kayak, Warner Paddle, Standard Horizon, Yak Attack, Seagler Reels, a band of anglers, Raymarine, and Kogatat. So since our last show, I did get out of the water. Uh, we took our boat out um, around Point Loma and had uh, really, really good calico bass fishing. We were throwing the uh, dart spins, the Band of Angler uh, hyperelastic dart spin. Uh, I was throwing the bigger one, and uh, it was just crushing the calico bass. Um, really, really good bass fishing. I told my buddy about it, uh, so he jumped on it and went out the next day, said it was just insanely good the next day. So. Uh, you know, now's the time to get out there. There are a uh, yellowtail and white sea bass starting to show up in La Jolla. So if you are here locally, you know, there are some fish starting to show up. Uh, the biggest thing is right now is weather conditions, June gloom. You know, it's really up and down. One day is grease calm. The next day is drizzly and breezy and, you know, not as nice. But, you know, just pay attention to the conditions. Uh, but the fish are showing up. The water's warming up. So everything's getting better. Um Today's show, you know, this is for people who are just joining us, uh, haven't seen one of these. Basically, we are re-airing 
some of our older episodes of the kayak fishing show episodes that have never been online stuff that's only been on the tv networks so now those have all been released and so now every tuesday and thursday we are airing episodes of our shows tuesdays basically the jackson kayak years thursdays are the ocean kayak years the early years uh the basically the first five years of the show uh for those of you not aware we are now in our 11th year airing and uh we are now on fox sports uh, so every saturday on fox sports a new episode airs so we are very very excited about that um today we are airing episode or season six episode 10 which was uh, a trip with um god now my mind's gone blank uh we had a guy with us from uh ray marine and we went and visited our good friend henny murray in panama and went to a different area that we'd ever been to much more remote uh the darien coast just just an absolutely cool trip uh some good fishing and this is we actually had two episodes out of this so uh, this Tuesday and next Tuesday, we'll have these uh, episodes airing. Uh, we do some uh, fishing, some great fishing, and some super fun uh, kayak surfing. As you can see in that picture right behind me there, uh, you know, getting some decent surf uh, in the uh, with the crack. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. Wiki, wiki, wiki. I got a, we have a puppy, <laughs> and it's um, decided it's going to play with its toy right outside my office door. So, with no further ado, I want to bring up my friend Henny Murray from Paddle Panama. Henny, how are you, man? Hey, Jim. Good yourself? Good, good. It's it's great to have you back on one of our live shows. Sweet. Um, Love to have you. Great to be back. And you know, seeing you out on the water there drives me crazy because we've been locked down here in Panama. Yeah. So Henny is actually you are in Panama, Panama City, right? Yep, that's right. And. Um, Tell, tell us what, yeah, why not? You know, tell us what's what's going on with the whole COVID situation uh, that you guys are having to deal with in Panama right now. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like you know, crazy everywhere in the world. And um, we've been locked down for over 70 days now. So the shop's been closed, uh, no retail. Um, only the, the critical um, industries are allowed to be open trade. And um, people are allowed two hours twice a week depending on your cellular number or your ID number or passport number. So the last digit allows you certain hours out. So pretty much you get four hours a week that you can be out. No surfing, no kayaking, no fishing, um, no recreation, nothing at all. Total isolation. Um, we started opening up about two weeks ago. And um, our numbers went from about 150 new cases a, a, a day to over 800. So they've been putting us back now. It looks like we're going to go back um, maybe to stage one or stay at stage two. And, you know, stage three would be um, opening up our shop. But um, uh, fortunate, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to stay at home for, a, for a, at least another two or three weeks. Oh, man. Yeah, that's worse than here. I said we... We have seen an uptick, um, but things are opening up anyway. They're continuing to, to open up as long as people stay smart about it, take the precautions. You know, some people fight it, but as far as I'm concerned, wearing a mask, if it allows me to go outside and to go fish, you know, I'm willing to wear a mask from time to time. 
Yep. Um, you know, some of some of the rules I don't know I'd necessarily agree with, but you know, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about good fun stuff. Absolutely. And, um, you know, this this trip to uh, Panama, we've we've gone fishing with you several times down there. Uh, I absolutely love Panama. There's a lot of different opportunities for different styles of trips down there. Uh, one thing that's very cool about the way you do your trips is, is there really an adventure? It's not, it's not going to a lodge. It's not, you know, it, it, it's truly a cool, cool adventure. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, where we go, there's, there's no roads, you know, and, um, you can't drive there for sure. And, uh, my last trip that I run, um, we actually spent a couple of nights in jungle hammocks. So we just kayaked up the coast, um, pretty much the same area that we fished. Um, in your show, but instead of going back to the village, we we put ha uh, jungle hammocks, which allowed us to fish till almost seven o'clock at night. And at first light, you know, you just make two strokes with the paddle and 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 you casting. So right, yeah. uh, that was pretty cool, you know, something different. Uh, client loved it. It's not for everybody, but um, definitely an adventure. Well, before we get the episode going, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that area. Where were we exactly? Where because, I mean, we were about as far south in Panama as you can get, right? Correct. We were about 15 nautical miles from the Colombian coast in a border town called Hake, which is right next to the famous uh, Bahia Pinas or where Tropic Star Lodge is based. And uh, Tropic Star Lodge is the destination in the world with more world records than any other place in the world, more saltwater world records than any other place in the world. So that area over the last 50 years has just been, was probably one of the best fishing destinations in the world. And we fish from the village of Hake um, all the way down to the Colombian frontier. And then we also, you know, paddled up north to Playa Muerto, which is a Juanan Indian um, village. Um, no roads, like I said, with 100 nautical miles from the village of Hake. Um, only access there is by boat or airplane. And um, it's probably one of the least harassed rainforests in the world down that coast. I remember one of my favorite parts of the trip, and I don't remember if it's in this episode or the second episode, was going upriver to the Smallville. <laughs> uh, sorry, my dog came in to visit me, one of my other dogs. Um, was going up there to that Indian village, uh, all the kids. Um, I mean, it, that was something really, really special. Yeah, the village of Birukera, you know. It makes you, when you go up there and you see how simple life can be and how happy people can be, it makes us can make you very grateful for, for, you know, for what you have and, and what you do. And, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing people up there, uh, up that river. Yeah. They were, they were so nice, so friendly, so welcoming. And like I said, although they don't have a lot, I mean, you just have to rethink of it. You know, they don't have a lot, but they are very, very happy. <laughs> you know, they're, the kids were having a great time and it's that's all it. perspective. Yeah, it, that's absolutely. No, it's, you know, um, that village is a um, really unique, unique place. Um, the people, excuse me, the people are very isolated up there. Um, there's living as uh, total subsistence living, no power lines, no, no utilities. Nowadays with modern cell phones, we're starting to see that technology sneak in, you know, even into the remotest areas. Could be good, could be bad, you know, but um, really isolated and, and unique places. Well, let's say hello to a couple of people before we uh, run the episode. Some people have made some comments or just saying hello. 
Uh, Froglid, thanks for watching us over on Kayak Fishing Tales. For those of you who are watching on Facebook, we also air these at the same time on Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. So we appreciate everybody that watches over there as well. Liam Young, also watching on Kayak Fishing Tales. Bonnie Hill, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Donald Schumacher, yes, it is that time. It's time to go fishing is what it really is. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sean, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us as always. Dave, hello, uh, Serge from up in Ottawa. Thanks, man. Um, Nick Falabella, <laughs> how you doing? Douglas, watching from Brazil. Thank you so much. And I, I, you know, we always love the fact that we have viewers from all over the world. Uh, Jonathan Lee, uh, watching up in Ottawa as well. Mitch, one of our regulars. Donna, how are you doing watching in Florida? So really appreciate it, everybody. Um, so yeah, we're going to be airing this episode. Again, this is episode season six, episode 10 of uh, our trip to Panama. Let's uh, bring it up on screen and uh, see how this thing starts. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we are coming back to one of my favorite places in the world, Panama. We're going to hook up with our good buddy, Henny, from Paddle Panama, and we're bringing along with us Andy Gilbert from Ray Marine. Stick around. It's going to be a great show. Sorry, I forgot your name, Andy. <laughs> Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Seaguar. Trust Seaguar when everything is on the line. Yak Attack. Rigging the dream. Mountain Khaki. Live life untucked. Body Glove. Featuring the new 3T barefoot water shoe. And Hook One. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week on Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Sammons is joined by Henny Moraes and Andy Gilbert to return to Jim's favorite place to fish, Panama. This time our adventures take us to the remote village of Hake, hundreds of miles away from any roads or city. To get there, fishing equipment in hand will take the guys a bit of work. Thankfully, expert guide and owner of Paddle Panama, Henny Moraes is on hand to make it all seem easy. Okay, my name is uh, Henny Moraes. Um, I have a paddle sport business here in Panama. I've been doing this for the last three years now. I've been living 18 years in Panama and uh, mainly been in the sports fishing industry down in the Darien jungle and uh, up in the Cueva area. It was, it was a very unique experience. I, I, I totally remember coming in on this little about eight-seater airplane 
and we start uh, making our turn over this over the jungle. And as far as I could tell, I do not see a runway at all. And so I'm thinking to myself, where, where are we going? What have I gotten myself into? All of a sudden, the, the trees clear a little bit, and there's this tiny little runway uh, in the, what, what appears to be in the middle of nowhere. I remember coming down, uh, pilot makes a great landing, and we step out, and we're, we're about as far off the grid as I've ever been. Um, nothing but jungle. There's a small village right next to us. And it really put it in perspective on where we were. And it, it's also one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. The Darien is an amazing place. It's one of the last untouched rainforests of the world. And uh, it is also the closest rainforest to the U.S. And it's just a spectacular, spectacular uh, piece of, of jungle. Um, we have an amazing coastline here running for maybe more than, uh, let me see, 180 nautical miles just stretching down from mango forest, which is incredible habitat for small fish, down to uh, massive uh, bullfish. And this place is renowned for its world records in the world. This is my uh, fourth trip to uh, Panama. And what was really cool on this one, we came to a, a very dif different location. We've never been here. Uh, the location was Hake, which is uh, about as far south, a small uh, village uh, about as far south in Panama as you can get. After that, just uh, not too far down the, down the coast, you would have been in Colombia. So remote, not a lot of people fishing it, absolutely pristine looking um, locations. Coming to Hake is, is very authentic. I mean, it's not a tourist location. It's not for everybody. It's not for somebody who wants to be sitting at a resort and having somebody bring them Mai Tais. You know, this is a place where you have to be pretty self-sufficient. But that was a lot of what the charm of it was. You know, we had to punch through good-sized surf and, and make our way down the coast. Um, it, this is not be kayak fishing 101 at this location. I mean, you had to have some experience or at least be a pretty uh, in shape person and, and ready for really long days, high winds, lots of current. But if you're willing to do that, you will see things that you've never seen. Some of the most beautiful coastline I've ever seen. This week while we're in Panama, Andy and I are both paddling the new Jim Salmon signature boat from Jackson Kayak, the Kraken. Probably the, the key feature to the, the Kraken is its paddle ability. It's long, it's narrow, it's fast. It is a paddler's fishing kayak, but it's also packed with features. It comes with the K-Crate, which is easily turned into a bait tank. It comes with eight rod holders, multiple sections of Yak Attack gear track. We have a uh, transducer scupper on the bottom of the boat, which is made to accept the Raymarine Dragonflies Transducer. There's a plate at the forward end of the center hatch that is a perfect place for mounting that fish finder. Of course, like all Jackson kayaks, one of the awesome features is the seat. These things couldn't be more comfortable. Well, they actually made it more comfortable by adding a Thermarest lumbar support. Now you can sit in these boats all day. That's just a little bit of the features of the new Jim Salmon Signature Boat from Jackson Kayak the Kraken. When we come back, the guys are on the hunt for big fish in the big waters along the shore of the forgotten coastlines of Panama. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Jackson Kayak, 
one family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. So we're back. Um, commercial break. Uh, I mean, that's, like I said I don't go. I don't watch the shows and everything. I don't watch them in advance of doing these. So that's what I love about uh, just kind of going back and rewatching them and kind of reliving the memories. Um, like Andy was saying, I mean, it is that same thing as we went. We were over the coast and then made the turn. And it's like, where are we landing? Because. Yeah, it's a- it's that hidden it's, little it's a, runway. <laughs> yeah, it's a really pretty flight. You know, as you take out of off of Panama, you see the Panama Canal and the real modern city of Panama. About 40 miles, you go over the Pearl Islands, which is really beautiful, white little beaches, hundreds of little Pearl Islands, and then you fly for maybe 60 miles all the way down the, the Darien, and you, you can see actually where you're going to fish. So you, you get that excitement building up in you. See, man, I want, look at that. Look, just look at that structures. Look at that water. Look at the jungle coming down to it. So by the time you land, I mean, you're really stoked because you, you literally saw it from the air. Yeah. And, and there's there's so much. I mean, the, the inshore fishing uh, doesn't take long to get offshore to be in blue water. You know, uh, a lot of the blue water fish come in close anyway. Because there's so much bait. Uh, I mean, just absolutely uh, amazing, amazing place. And and mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, you had the the small house down there, um, which I mean, just some of my memories of that. All those toads. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the jungle. You, yeah, it's just. I said, yeah, so so many great memories of that. Yeah, you know the village. So so this. So how did I pick the spot? Right. Was, was staying in Tropic Star Lodge, and and I was like, man, I will never be able to afford to go and fish in a place like this. I gotta get myself a piece of property, right? So I can. I, at that stage, I was loving to fish for. Uh, I was crazy about fly fishing for sailfish at that time, right? So okay, well, this is gonna be the place. The sailfish is like two miles offshore. You can fish in the Panga, whatever, and you know it, it would be a great place. So the 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 main reason how you pick a place like that is. The question is, can you buy a cold beer today? <laughs> All right. Very important. When you can buy a cold beer in a village, it means there's enough infrastructure that you could actually live there. And so that village has got 24-hour power. We got a really uh, clean drinking water with a big um, NGO project that was done. There's a small hospital there that can take out a hook if you if you really mess it up. And, you know. The basic field hospital, so all the infrastructure, the safety, you save the police as a really big contingency down there because it's a border town. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a border to town. Yeah, it's so close to the police as a big contingency. So, I mean, cold beer and all the other um, amenities, and, and that was the place for fish just, you know, off, off your doorstep. Yeah, now, so we would launch from the beach uh, right in front of the place. Uh, as you can see, it does get some surf. Uh, the alternate launch was to go out the river mouth, mm-hmm. which um, could also be a little dicey, uh, you know, a little exciting. Uh, what was interesting, I remember also, is every day if you went out through the river mouth, you had to check in or check out by the police with the police. Had to yeah, give your them. passport right. and say what yeah. you were doing. And yeah, so you check out with the front with the frontier police. So you know. We have two seasons in Panama, um, rainy season and dry season. 
During the dry season, which runs from November to April, um, we have northerly winds that blow, right? And that northerly winds, we got a little bit of it um, coming along shore that, we, that, that made paddling sometimes a little difficult, but you can drift those, those winds. But when the north wind blows strong in Hake, it flattens the water. So, it, it, you know, you can maybe get like one foot, two foot at, at most, and that water gets crystal clear. And that's normally year um, mid-December, could be as early as November, but normally December, January, February, March, it goes flat. And then from April, May, June, and year in August, September, we get southerly winds, which blow straight onto that that village and it's not protected, it can get big. So we typically don't fish that time of the year, even though it's awesome fishing. And um, so I start fishing there sort of mid-November till about April. Even though fishing is good year-round, um, it just makes getting in and out of the water a little bit harder. Gotcha. Uh, and we were talking about the rainy season also um, can be a great time to be out there with all the everything being flushed out the rivers and Absolutely. bringing Dorado in really close. Cause you're going to get logs and everything else out there. So yeah, no, the, and, the, and, the killer time for Dorado is November, right at the end of the rainy season. Okay. So it starts clearing up, but you still have the big trees that's drifting through and you give them 60 pound plus. That's a big Dorado. That, they are incredible. That is a big Dorado. Uh, we had a couple other people say hello. Uh, Donna, she says hello from Florida. I think I said that one already. Uh, Martinez Mike uh, from Costa Rica. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, Karen here in Cleveland, Cleveland, Tennessee. I didn't know that was a place. <laughs> uh, Tommy says, let's go fishing in Indonesia. Tommy, set it up and we'll go. As soon as all this COVID stuff lets us start traveling again, I need to start shooting some more shows. Uh, Donna says, uh, that is an amazing place. I would love to do that. Well, talk to Henny. He's the man for setting up these trips. He does a variety of trips. Um, the place down there, uh, stuff that's a little more up, uh, near Panama city. Um, Coiba, do you do stuff out, get out to Coiba Island or any of that anymore? Or? Yeah. Yeah. We still do that. We still have our camp and pre-positioned ca uh, kayaks there. I think actually we got a couple of Jackson's pre-positioned there. And um, that is at uh, Bahia Honda near the Cueva, which is the World Heritage uh, Park. And um, that's sort of a camping with a local village under a set Bahia. They upgrade their facilities quite a bit. And um, so, yeah, being hosted by a local family and going into a World Heritage Park area, you know, we just fish outside of the nature park. It's, it's just incredible. That's a beautiful spot. You, you, you've added some good um, fish. I think you had a really good rooster there. Yeah, yeah, Koiba is absolutely amazing. Bahia Honda uh, was uh, a fantastic. That's another episode we'll be showing later um, as soon as we get those all downloaded. We're still working on getting all these episodes. You know, we've got 100 and 140 episodes or something like that. We need to get all downloaded. So haven't gotten them all downloaded yet. We're still working on it. Um, Lost Horizons Fishing, hi from Huntington Beach. Thanks for joining us, man. So anyway, let's let's get this episode going again, and um, otherwise we'll be talking all day and not watching the show. Bye, Yak Attack, rigging the dream.
Welcome back. This week, Jim is joined by friend Andy Gilbert from Raymarine. Together, the guys are fishing the big waters off the coast of Panama in search of big fish from their Jackson kayaks. What a beautiful coastline. The sun has come out. Hopefully the fish have come out. Great googly moogly. Our host here uh, is Kenny Murray from Paddle Panama. Uh, he invited us to come fishing with him um, a, a couple years ago. And we came down and went to Bahia Honda and had just a, a wonderful time. And, you know, lucky for us, he invited us to come again to a different location that he was very passionate about. He kept saying, even on the last time, he goes, you guys have to get down to the Darien Coast. So one of the things about Henny is he's just so passionate about Panama. He loves the area. He loves the people. Uh, though he is South African, I mean, he is fluent in Spanish and he knew everybody in the village. I mean, he'd say anybody who walked by, he would go over and give a hug. Uh, they all knew him because he's just so passionate about it. We're flying into a frontier village, which is the last um, um, Panamanian village before you get uh, to Colombia, to the Colombian border, which is about 30 nautical miles from us. And, um, and there's just no tourism infrastructure. There's no tourism um, in the region that really can support tourism. So it's really just, you have to know somebody to come here. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those places that I fell in love with that is still unspoiled. And, and I love that, you know, I love getting off the beaten path and I just love uh, the ocean here. It's just amazing. The, the fishing is amazing. The, the jungle and the people is amazing. So it's the whole, this whole package. Just trolling my Rapala, you know, just cruising along the beach, just trying to, you know, put in the effort, cover the ground. And all of a sudden I just hear the line start peeling off the reel. Again, another absolutely beautiful species, landed a good sized pompano. And uh, man, what a great, great experience that was. Pulled up almost to stop and check where the boat was uh, to support me for fixing my other reel. And as soon as I slowed down a little bit, the line just started peeling off the back. Uh, played with it for a little while and uh, sure enough, got it on the boat. One of the, the there's basically three styles of fishing we tend to do on these uh, trips. It's is you're casting into boiler rocks, you're trolling lures or live bait, or you're vertical jigging. So having the uh, the Raymarine fish finders on the kayaks really helps for the vertical jigging. So you can find those spots. And again, we've been you know we kept been working hard and just just really mixing it up. This week while we were in Panama, I was doing a lot of trolling and vertical jigging. I had one setup that worked really well for that. That was this six foot Fox travel rod. The really nice thing is packs into this small tube, very easy for me to travel with. This is actually, if you believe it or not, six foot rod is a five piece rod. It was great for trolling and that vertical jigging. The reel I was using was an LG 
great high speed reel, very powerful. If I hooked into that big fish, I knew I had the power to get him out of the rocks or get him to the boat. On my reel, I had it loaded with Seaguar Threadlock 80 pound hollow core braid. That allows me to do my knotless loop to loop connections so I have no knots going through my guides. I have the wind on leader and my top shot was generally for that kind of fishing was 80 pound Seaguar fluorocarbon leader. That's the set I was using in Panama. Check it out. So that would be a Siegler reel. When we come back, back then the it weather was heats up, the fish get hungry, and the guys get a chance to play in the surf. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Hook One. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. So yeah, the uh, I know we have the surf coming up here in a second. And that was some of my favorite part of that whole trip i mean it was such a fun wave and surfing kayaks is a blast so you know when you're sitting down even a small wave is over your head so when you get good sized waves like we had there it was uh really really fun a lot of wipeouts you know these boats are made for paddle and they're made for fishing they ain't exactly uh they're not really designed for surfing. They're made to handle the surf. You know, they're great for getting in and out through the surf. They're not really designed to surf, but they do pretty well. And it was such a blast. Andy had never surfed a kayak before. Yeah, and, they, uh, they did good. They stood, yeah. The kayaks did good. You know, um, South Africa, obviously, um, all the game fishing in South Africa from kayaks is done through surf. And so they've developed a whole, you know, specialized kayaks just, just to do that because the surf there gets pretty big. In Hakei, you know, we do the we do a mixture in Hakei. We do the, the the fishing from the beach, which can be calm to sporty to too big. Um, an awesome place to learn surf launching. If you're looking for a great place to, le to learn surf launching, Hakei would be the place. Warm water. If you mess up, you're not going to end up on the rocks or anything like that. Right. You just get washed up on the beach. And I mean, that was pretty sizable surf we had, and Andy had never done it before. So he he basically got thrown right into the fire, and yep, he did good. quite he did quite fine with it. But <laughs> like I said, it, it, it was so much fun. Um, like I said, everything about that trip. I'm, you know, I don't know that we just crushed the fish, um, but we caught plenty of fish, and but everything about it. Like I said, the trip up to the village, the surfing, um, the walking around the local village, uh, mm -hmm. just like I said, everything about it. Everything about it. I mean. That's why Panama really is one of my favorite places that we ever visit. Yeah. You know, if you fish long enough, you know, fishing is fishing, right? And this is most probably one of the best fishing destinations. Like I said, it has more world records than any other place in the world. But fishing is fishing. And what makes great fishing trips is, is the camaraderie, the friends you fish with, the local people, the local experience you take away. It's, it's, it's the whole package, right? From the moment you arrive in Panama... Till you till the time you get back at a, back at home that's that's what makes great fishing trips now catching that 50 60 pound rooster fish those are the cherries on the cake you know um, no. catching that that marlin and um, this is this this area is the home of the black marlin and um which is a whole you know we didn't even get a chance to 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 get that far offshore and and and, and fish for marlin or sailfish we pretty much spend all our time inshore it's just so much to do you know you can spend a lifetime down there 
and fish with the local kids with their dugout canoes that surfed with us when, uh, when we were surfing. Yeah, watching those kids in their dugouts go through the surf like it was nothing, standing up in their dugouts <laughs> at, and, and bailing water at the same time is uh, just so, so cool Absolutely. to watch. Uh, I mean, I, we were there for a week. It wasn't, it wasn't long enough. You know, yeah, like I said, you're gonna spend a lifetime down there and never, and never get done. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's uh, keep her rolling. I think this was the surfing segment, right? Looks yeah. like it. That's sporty. Look at that. That's way overhead. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> they were sporty waves for sure. I caught some great ones, had some great rides, and had some great crashes. Yeah, I don't think you got the 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 music of the of the of the videos on. Oh, that's Andy coming in. Oh, you know what? It's his first wave. He did really good there. Capitalizing on the the energy of the ocean. Good wave. This was the wave. Power, timing it up right so you get that perfect wave. Every wave is different. There's no two waves that are exactly the same. I mean, at least in most places, unless you're at the place with the perfect wave. Uh, every wave's different, so you have to be able to react. You have to be able to judge the surf. Um, know which ones you can take off on. Know which ones you need to back off on. So it, it's it's a game to, to, to know how to do it properly. And when you do it properly, it's just such an awesome feeling. We're timing it up wrong and get the wrong, <laughs> get a terrible wave. And get oh, I definitely got aced here. <laughs> yeah, it's not always so easy, but that, that wave that you were riding there, that's one of the most classic, classic waves that I've seen getting ridden on a kayak. This wave here, just look at this. This was just awesome. And boom. <laughs> that just makes me want to go out and go surfing. <laughs> and there's the guys in their dugouts. Hi, guys. I'm Andy Gilbert with Raymarine. And today I'm going to tell you about some tips on how to use your Raymarine Dragonfly for your kayak fishing adventures. Brought to you by Yak Attack. Yak Attack, rigging the dream. The three main things I'm gonna go over that I'm gonna show you is um, how to adjust the color for things like when you're fishing in the direct sunlight, how to adjust the noise if you find yourself having a little bit of clutter at the top of your screen, and how to adjust the range if you wanna focus on a, a couple specific uh, top water column, for example. 
The first one I'm going to go into is color. It's, it's something that gets brought up to me at a lot of different trade shows is I fish in the direct sunlight. It's, it's a little difficult to see. Really simple to do. All you do is hit the OK button in the middle. That will always take you into your menu features. I'm going to scroll down until I see display options. It's your fourth or fifth choice down. Hit OK. Then it's going to ask you, do you want to change the color on the sonar, which is your top one, or the down vision, which is your bottom one? Most commonly, you get asked about the down vision, so I'm going to quickly show you how to do that. Hit Enter on the down vision. It gives you a whole list of colors here. The one I find that works best, again, for kayak fishing is to invert the color. I just hit Enter, and now when I go look at the screen, it's got a nice white background. The second one is I've had some feedback say, hey, sometimes I'm out uh, cruising around my kayak and there's just a little bit too much clutter at the surface. I'm trying to find that bait. Well, there's a really simple adjustment you can make on these Raymarines. Go into your menu structure. This time go to sonar sensitivity. Down at the very bottom, you'll see noise. And what that essentially is, is referencing is that, that line or some of the clutter sometimes you can see at the top of the screen. You can go in and manually adjust it by hitting enter. And I typically recommend just adjusting it um, increments of five or 10% until you just see that nice clean picture. The other tip I like to use is if I'm out fishing in deeper water, you know, you got a five inch screen, a, a pretty good size screen here, but if you're in six, 700 feet of water, it's going to stretch that screen out to say 700 feet, which makes your targets very, very small. So you can go into these guys and change range from auto to manual. What that allows you to do is only focus on the top part of the water column that you are interested in targeting fish. Again, hit enter or okay to take you that uh, menu feature, go down to range going to default to auto so I'm going to change it into manual range by hitting enter. Now when I go back to the fish finder page if I zoom in using the plus or minus I can actually focus in on a certain part so you'll notice as I'm zooming in you'll see the range scale although it may be deeper than that I'm now only looking at the top 80 feet of the water column. Well guys I'm Andy Gilbert and that is your three tips of the week for your kayak fishing show. When we come back, the guys leave the surfing behind and get back to fishing in earnest. The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by InReach Explorer, the only truly global satellite communicator with built-in navigation, including waypoints and routing. We're gonna get back to fishing in earnest. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get out. We after seventy days lockdown, it's about time to get wet. Oh my goodness! I yeah, well, like I said I finally got out fishing um, a little bit. We got out fishing uh, on our boat this last week, and that was just it was it was nasty conditions. It was really really breezy and and choppy and everything else. But it's like it, I didn't care. <laughs> it's just just so good to be out there, and the fishing was actually pretty good. Yeah. Anything to get out of the water. So have you, um, with all this stuff, have you had to, I, I imagine you've had to cancel all scheduled bookings. Yeah. Do, so yeah. Well, any idea when you might be back in business or, or did you just cancel it all and you know, get back um, to trying to reschedule G later? 
gym for for me right now we'll start again around the 15th of november and that's it you know um we'll do some local trips here with our local club and our local kayak guys here awesome we got awesome group of kayak fishing guys here now um two or three different groups um i think right now in panama our total is maybe pushing 150 200 kayak guys you know a couple of years ago we had we had nobody um or just a few guys so just an awesome group of guys to fish with and um and i think we all just itching to get out and do some local fishing around with our local clubs and things we were going to have the the world championship here in panama on the cologne side for freshwater this year and uh, with um you know for over 40 anglers internationally from canada the u.s team was going to come mexico um and we i was like um you know we had to buy the kayaks for the for the for the tournament and we came within days from having to pull the plug on it and shipping the kayaks to panama um so you know fortunately that all worked out well for us and uh oh, that's good tournament's been postponed now i guess to be to next year but um yeah, so you know, for Panama to be able to host the World Championship, that that would be it's so big, you know, for for our community, our kayak fishing communities, all the local guys here in Panama that does a lot for conservation. Um, you know, we need a lot of work on conservation um, in Panama because we got such a unique um, um, habitat to protect and and such unique place, such a, a unique opportunity for tourism for Panama and the local villages. For, for many, um, you know, like by Honda, the people you were there with, it's the only means of income. And it's, right. a, it's a sustainable way of, of income. So when you can have a, a, a tourism business or kayak fishing that, that doesn't take any gasoline and oils and it's got a low impact, all the fish pretty much gets released, keep one for the fry at night, and, and that's it, you know, compared to um, regular fishing where people tend to keep more fish because they got a big boat and a big cooler. So all these things playing together is, is important. So this, this COVID is really going to have a huge impact on those small villages and all um, the hotel industry in Panama um, and all the other operators, you know, that's, that's in and around Panama that's totally shut down. Um, they're talking about opening up uh, late, Ju Ju late July, I think, right now. But it's, it's pretty fluid right now. I think until right. there's an international... Um, plan for travel internationally i think a lot of people are going to stay at home and fish locally but by well, november we should be up, up and running yeah we sure hope it turns around um what about i, I know you you've got uh, the big boats as well that you've dealt with in the past any mothership trip type uh, possibilities because i know we've talked about in the past but i don't Maybe. know if it was ever able to come together yeah. because of so sorry to interrupt you there's a bit of a delay um yeah so you know the mothership i had we sold um okay and um, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there maybe well i'd love to see it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love please. to see anything i just like to do a different trip all the time you know so, up in Mont Mont montosa that place is just incredible right uh insane absolutely yeah. insane i love it out there so, so let's just say maybe a definite maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, get the the last part of this episode rolling. Procarbon braid and monofilament fishing line. Welcome back. 
This week, we join Jim Sammons, Andy Gilbert, and Henny Murray in Panama for a week-long adventure along the coast. So far, a strange moon cycle and warm waters have made the fishing hard, but the guys are making the best of it. Darien is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. The unique part is we paddled for miles and miles and miles along this coastline. A nice little snapper. A couple things that stand out to me is just the, the forest. Uh, forest comes all the way up to the, to the, uh, to the water's edge. And the other thing that stands out to me is we would go days without even seeing another boat, often another person. And, and you're in some of the most beautiful places that if, if you were anywhere else, we'd be battling thousands of other fishermen. And we are literally all alone in this most spectacular area. So just working spot after spot, I, I, I saw a pinnacle and um, dropped a uh, bait wrap iron. Uh, it's a guy who makes custom lures uh, in San Diego and they're just really cool looking lures and started vertical jigging and boom, got a very nice pompadour. It was a good fish and got it right up to the surface. And right when I reached for the, the lure, just to grab the lure and lift it up, it came unbuttoned. <laughs> While shooting down here in Panama, Andy and I were both using Warner paddles. We were both using the Camano, uh, and Andy was using the Hook series, and I was using the standard full carbon uh, design of the Warner Camano. Uh, one of the most impressive things that you'll find on all the Warner, Warner paddles is their smart view ferrule system. And what that means is that you have a paddle, a two-piece paddle that feels like a one-piece. There's no ridges. There's nothing that's gonna grab your uh, PFD or on your line, it's very smooth. You can uh, look through the smart view hole there and see exactly what degree of feathering you have the paddle at. So it makes for it, it very easy to dial in the paddle to your paddle stroke. Now there's, there's a lot of gimmicks out there to say th something is a fishing paddle, but in all honesty, a great fishing paddle is a great paddling paddle, and that's a Werner paddle. As the first three days of adventure come to a close, the guys head in for the night to rest up for the week to come. Tune in next week as the fish get bigger and the guys have a chance to experience real Panama as our Paddle Panama adventure continues. Such an amazing coastline. Yep, it's definitely a once in a lifetime kind of destination, right? You gotta go at least once in your life and then more than likely you'll go back. Well, and, and you know, people will say that uh, they get a trip on their bucket list or it's a, it's a once in a, a lifetime thing. It's like, yeah, it, it can't be. A, it doesn't need to be on a bucket list. You just need to go. Stop putting stuff on a list and just yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uniqueness, Jim, is that you know, Panama is two, two and a half hour flight from, from the States, right? Depends from where you come, right? And um, 
the US dollar is our tender, so we, you have no problem with currency. It's a safe town. It's a, it's a, Panama City is, is such a modern city now. If you can find anything you want there, food, any hotel from budget to really, really expensive, what, whatever you, you know, the city caters for everything and everybody. And, uh, and then getting down into the Darien, you know, it's, it's uh, only takes uh, 55 minutes from the city. So it's not a big drive. And by Honda, it was a long drive, a six hour drive. But this, right. you literally you go to the airport in the morning and by 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you're fishing. And, um, you know, so that's that's really, really um, unique and cool about the spot that you can be in the Darien jungle um, within an hour from Panama City. How, I don't remember, and I'm sure it varies, uh, but uh, approximately how much was that that flight from Panama City to um, down to the Darien? Okay, it was, um, if I remember right, it's $89 okay. one, one way. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So not much, you know, when, when you're, in the big picture to, to get to some right. like that. It's, and this, uh, and then this trip is, is really, of, of, I think affordable. Um, you know, we've tried to, to keep it and, 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 and customize it. This is not really, you know, our trips, most of our trips are because they're adventure trips. We customize them. Um, I've been doing a little shorter trips. We've been doing the stay in the jungle. Um, you can pretty much just go stay at the house as long as you want to. Um, and if you go to the website and you go to Hake, you'll see this really nice pictures of the house right on the water. Um, we always have kayaks pre-positioned down there. So you can almost almost do it yourself, but um, you know you need a little skill with the in the surf there if you want to do that. Um, but apart from that, to go up and down the coast and explore it, it's 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 for the value. I think it's really good value for your money. Yeah, and like you said, it, it as a US citizen anyway, it is so easy to travel there. Absolutely. You know that you're not jumping through hoops or anything like that, and uh, I've always found it easy and and very American friendly, if you will. Like I said, it, you know, mm -hmm. with the U.S. dollars and everything else. Mm -hmm. So uh, again, if people want to see more about this, uh, paddlepanama.com. We will be airing part two of this trip uh, next Tuesday, so I hope everybody can join us for that. Henny, I can't thank you enough for for joining me here today. I really appreciate it and sharing some memories from that trip um i said every time i watch these it's just like just brings back so many good memories and and it just re reiterates why panama has always been one of my favorite places to go well you know you got an open invitation and uh, let's go get some tight lines and bring some more friends we'd love to have you guys and show you guys panama uh thank you henny uh you take care and we'll be uh talking again soon and good Welcome. luck and hope Hopefully everything opens up for you down there very soon. We hope so. Tight All lines. Right. All right, take care. Well, thanks everybody who, who joined us here today. Uh, like I said, that was a, a very fun trip. Uh, like I said, it's kind of the whole thing. It's a, it's about everything. It's not. It wasn't just the fishing, uh, the kayak surfing. Like I said, you're going to see next week in that episode where we go up the river and visit the uh, the local village. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing place. And if you do have the opportunity to get to Panama. I do highly recommend it. If you haven't yet, again, uh, this deal, I'm going to put it across the bottom again for with AR, Artex, ARC. I'm like, my mind's going nuts here. ACR Artex for the personal locator uh, device, PLB, uh, personal locator beacon. Uh, so if you want a discount on that, free shipping, there's the information across the bottom. 
Remember, our, our show is now airing on the Fox Sports Networks across the nation. So if you want to see our new episodes, a new episode airs every Saturday. Uh, thank you, Donald. Uh, see you Thursday. Uh, again, I, I haven't even looked at what I'm airing this Thursday, but it'll be something. From, well, actually, we aired all of episode one. So we'll be jumping, or season one, so we'll be jumping to season two starting this season. So more of the um, of the ocean kayak years. So anyway, if you are getting out on the water, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. You take care.